Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to The Elder Wand, a Harry Potter podcast. I'm Matt. And I am Ezra, a.k.a. Professor Kirk. Welcome to our Harry Potter book club. Today we're covering The Sorcerer's Stone, part two, chapters four through six. Matt, do you know why I call myself The Professor? Um, No, actually, I do not. Because I want to be one. I want to be a okay. professor at Hogwarts. <laughs> I would love it. It would be awesome. And I think about myself in that light sometimes. I know it seems kind of like, oh, really? You know, I, I feel like I went there as a youngster. I feel like I would enjoy either herbology or my favorite, my go-to, and I think you would be great for this as well, uh, Professor Ben's history of magic. You know what I mean? Just, that'd be pretty just, good. That'd be fun to go in there and lecture about that. I feel like I could, I feel like I could make it a little bit more animated talk about it tell the story kids don't maybe fall asleep although i do have the power in my voice when i want to drone in a classroom i can just drone and i can put you to sleep flat out mm -hmm. that's a magical ability power that i have and i've done it before yeah i don't know what i would if i want if i were to be a professor see i i don't know what what what's the what's the wizarding world profession you you know you'd like to have yeah. That is so interesting you bring that up because I was just talking um, to, to Lottie about this. And she was like, I feel like we only have like the professions we hear about are really just the ministry of magic, right? Yeah, I mean, you could be a you could be a professional quidditch. You could be like a professional quidditch player, you could sure. be um yeah, professor or something. But but it's on, on di well, you've got uh, St. Mungo's, you've got hospital work, you've got um and in the in the department of um well 
sorry, Ministry of Magic, you have tons of departments, right? Different things. If there is a department where Arthur Weasley can just go and be looking at muggle artifacts and stuff like that and the misuse of them and managing that, there's a department for everything, right? I mean, whatever they need. You'd be, it, you could you could work uh you could be an author, you could work for the newspaper. Um Daily Prophet, yeah. Daily Prophet. Rita Skeeter, get her out. Get her, get her out. out. God, they're I, running. It's just rubbish over there. Straight rubbish. I, I was like, I made the joke at one point, like, well, we should turn to the quibbler. But you know what? The quibbler is pretty crazy, too. I mean, I it's mean, not even like the Fox News or MSNBC. I mean, it's like the Daily, you know, it's like the National Enquirer over there. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, every everyone agrees it sucks. I mean, it's like, right. I mean, it's, we, we yeah. all can agree on this. I mean, it's really just entertainment. It's like what fun. I mean, you almost have to look right. at it. As, yeah. I'm sure there's like five people that out there. that are like, hey, buddy, I read the National Enquirer. Right. Are you guys <laughs> kidding me? Right. This is this. Is, I'm turning this crap off, <laughs> man. Uh, here's something, though. So we're about to go. I think in one of these chat, we're getting into uh, Diagon Alley a little bit. What about the shops? I mean, is there a shop that you I always think about Ollivander's being one of my favorite shops. And I would love to be a wand maker. And, and, and that just seems like the coolest. But outside of that, I'm like, I love later the Weasley joke shop. That's a mm -hmm. great idea. Um, so, yeah, I don't know any and like favorite store or, or ones that you like that would you'd like to visit because. Yeah, I don't know. You know, we, we went to the Universal Studios, too. We did. Um, and we walked around. We walked we walked we walked around there. But I, I feel like really the it was like the wand shop was the coolest shop, and then everything else was nowhere close to being as cool. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. And um, so we actually walked around with um, I think his name is uh, Sean Biggerstaff, mm -hmm. and and he's the guy that plays Oliver Wood. Do you remember that? We walked yeah. around with him, and we, we were there were, the, nineteen years we, later. Yeah, we went, we went, uh, we went, we went and did the like little Ollivander thing right where yeah. they they do the little one you, they pick somebody and he yeah they picked him and it was it was pretty cool we were there for that yeah. but yeah, yeah i don't know cool. i got I green gods man i think it's pretty cool oh you would be you would that's what you would do you'd be working be hanging for the out. banks i'd be hanging out over there it's pretty cool it's like a, it's cavernous and you know there's like right all sorts of stuff protectant stuff down there i think it's i think it's i think it's pretty cool but if i were a professor i don't know potions man i mean two of them both both my favorite professors are potions masters. That's Snape, good... Snape and Slughorn. So, yeah. yeah, that's pretty. That's that's interesting because I sometimes think when I'm making like food, um, you, you gotta measure stuff out. I mean, I'm not good at this kind. Of, I feel like I would suck right. at, at potions, to be honest with you. But it is fun to get in there and just start with. Well, you got to do it exactly right. It's not really like cooking is an art form. Baking okay. is a science. All right. Okay. Okay. Because I mean it's really more I would say it's more like baking because you know, I mean food sometimes you're like, all right, well, I'll just do a tablespoon of salt or yeah, I'll just sprinkle a little bit in, do a yeah. I mean, if you try to do that when you're baking a cake and you're like, well, I don't know, I'll just use like two cups of flour instead of three, it's you know, it's it's, it's messed done. Up. It doesn't it's <laughs> done. It doesn't work. That's why just uh, look up just look up like all the different ways to make chocolate chip cookies and it's like all right, here's where you use like more baking soda, or here's where you use more sugar, and they all look completely different. I mean, right. they're still all chocolate chip cookies, but it's some are softer, some are harder, some are more gooey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out, by the way, to one of our patrons, Lady Ashley, over on Bend the Knee, who, um, if you follow her page, 
her Instagram and I've tagged her in a few things on our social media, the food. I'm a foodie. Mm -hmm. I'm a Hufflepuff. I love food. And the food that that she posts over there, I just got it's and she always puts the recipe and all that kind of stuff. Growing up, my mom made us uh, she forced. I mean, it was a part of like our at home curriculum, which was to make if we had leftover bananas or zucchini, we were making banana bread or zucchini bread. Now, you're daggone right. I've messed it up before. And my sister was the one who was like attention to detail, nose in the book. Like this is what it says as. You have you, to go exactly yeah, by the book. You got to go like when you're baking too much in. Yeah, that's so that's a good point. Right. I I remember. Jack I mean, I think up. you've got a little wiggle room, but it's just like making potions, okay? Yeah. If it calls for three frog legs and you had two, you could kill somebody, okay? Yeah. I mean, it's a. <laughs> that's true. That is true. Remember when I think it's the part where Snape like feeds some potion to, uh, threatens to feed it to Neville's toad and it's gonna kill his toad. So Neville's like, oh shoot, like I gotta make sure this is good. Well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Neville deserved it. I don't know. We're not there. Oh yet. my I, god! I, I, no, I'm joking. I don't know. I, we have to. Oh, we have to get god. back there. We have to. We have to get back there. So, yeah. Um. Okay, man. Well, uh, do you want to dive in here? Uh, we're doing chapters four, five, and six today. Uh, yeah. basically hanging out with Hagrid is what we could call what we could call this episode. Hey, we're just ch hanging out with Hagrid. Okay. And yeah. um, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about this. Okay. Okay, uh, we'll, right. we'll, we will get into it. So here we go. So uh, chapter four, the Keeper of the Keys. Hagrid arrives at the hut and informs Harry that he is a wizard and has been accepted into Hogwarts. Harry also learns the truth about the deaths of his parents and the origin of the scar on his forehead, much to the chagrin of his uncle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, this is, this is cool. So this is... Um... We had the countdown as we left off last time where he's counting down into his birthday and um, the clock's going to strike midnight. And then, boom, we hear this sound at the door and it's Hagrid popping in here. He knocks the door clean off the hinges. Do you think he meant to do that? Yes, I what do. A... <sighs> Did anybody fix it? <laughs> like, you know, I, you know. You know... They... But I, I, I can tell you mu these muggle houses, right? I mean, Dumbledore at least puts it back together and, and, and the one, you know, at the end there with Slughorn. But this is somebody I will say I, I will say this chapter, you know, here, first and foremost, I like Hagrid. OK, you better start with that. <laughs> don't before we get, don't get me wrong. I, yeah. I like I like Hagrid. But I don't know. I feel like this. It's a bit much, buddy. OK, yeah. First of all, Mr. Dursley calls him out on it. You're breaking and entering. That's true. Is he or is that, he not? That is, is he true. or is he not? And then we come to find out you're not supposed to use magic. Haggard's like, well, I don't care. I'm just using magic all over the place. Right. Right. Uh, okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Really good point. Right. Hagrid is telling a, a, a like this underage uh, Harry Potter. Hey, appreciate if you wouldn't tell anybody about this. <laughs> right. I know. <laughs> Like, Hagrid plays it. He plays it fast and loose. Okay? Fast and loose, yeah. which is, I, I kind of like that. I actually kind of like know, it. Right. But at the same point, you're like, now, technically, from a Dursley perspective, this is a, this is rule breaking on so many. You broke and enter. You assaulted gives, my son. I mean, he gives Dudley a pigtail. That I mean, come on, buddy. Matt, that's, that that's is a bit much. And you know what? <laughs> it's it's act, this is one of the worst parts actually because I think other people are just gloss over this we're not going to because it's kind of it's air quote funny it's a children's story right. it's meant to be kind of whatever but 
to make it even more funnier for adults, we got to look at this and say, hold on a second. He hold was on. so pissed <laughs> at Vernon. He's he's insulting him about Albus Dumbledore, and he says something. You know, Vernon is yelling at Hagrid, and they're going back and forth. He's like, and Hagrid, instead of like picking his wand up and taking it out on on Vernon, he's like, you know what? Watch this, bam, and hits and hits uh, Dudley. It's crazy. Hits him with a what was he doing? He was eating the cake, mm-hmm. eating the cake. I mean, if anything, that's a compliment to Hagrid and his cooking, right? I mean, my God, you talk about it being a science. Not so sure Hagrid's uh, goodies were always um, so good uh, or tasty, but was he was he eating the cake? I thought. Or well, I, I know that, that might in be the movie. In the yeah. in the movie, he is. I don't know if it goes the exact same way. And you know, it again. This is my this is my first time going back through the books in like in in the in a long time, um, and so you do sort of remember some things differently, uh, as in like you start to remember the movie more than the books. Oh yeah, and, for sure. Um, you know, there are there's actually some things I think I like more in the movie. Uh, like, I think the Ol- Ollivanders, which we'll get to, I think it's way cooler in the movie because it's yeah. like dark and mysterious when he goes to grab that wand. Where in this, it's kind of like, well, I don't know, here's one. And then Harry uses it. And he's like, OK, that's that that one's cool. And then he tells him about the wand. But it's not like in the movie, you really see him like pull it out. And he's like, I don't know, because we should we go down this route. So, yeah, there are there are definitely. um um, some some cooler things yeah so i think i do i do think the yeah he brought the umbrella swishing down through the air to the point at dudley there was a flash of violet light and a sound like a firecracker a sharp squeal in the next sound dudley was dancing on the spot with his hands clasped over his flat uh his fat bottom howling in pain when he turned around harry uh when he turned his back on them harry saw a curly pig's tail poking through the hole in his trousers yeah so i don't i don't think it's not in the yeah in the book he's there's there's not a cake so wait, like he you're, is. you're telling me you're telling me he's um he's not even eating the cake right so there's no. even less reason to do this and it's just bam like i'm mad at i'm gonna i'm gonna attack your kid he attacks <laughs> a kid it's crazy it's, it's actually kind of, they had to get that thing surgically removed Right, Hag- and then Hagrid, ha- then Hagrid, I know, and then Hagrid said <laughs> that it wasn't even shouldn't have lost my temper, uh, but it didn't work anyway. It meant to turn him into a pig. Now, so hold on a second. Right, he turns him into a pig, but I suppose he was so much like a pig anyway. There isn't much left to do. Uh huh. So, yeah. what would you have done had you turned him into a pig? You would have had to unturn him into a pig, I suppose. Wow. Yeah. Exactly. Like. Like someone is gonna have to show up and again, again, like if Hagrid's trying to keep this a secret and you don't no, think I think this is isn't there aren't there there's gotta be isn't there a, a department ministry that a department that has yeah. to go handle these things? Right. And normally they do it for underage wizards who accidentally blow up their ants and stuff like that, right? right? But I mean, what do you do for a guy who's been expelled from Hogwarts and is not supposed to have a freaking wand and he's hiding it? Well, it, it causes me it causes me to question the leadership over there. You know, sometimes Malfoy the Malfoys might be right a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here goes Matt as he's a true Slytherin over there, just talking about oh, how he, he thinks that how he <laughs> thinks that Hagrid's, you know, a bad guy. No, I think he's a good guy, but I think it's a little much. It's a little extreme. Yeah. Man, this is this is uh let's see, Chase Bite. Hmm. Yeah, sorry. I'll it, tell you it, what though, Hogwarts does a way better job than the US postal system. I mean, the U.S. Postal says, remember yeah. when we were growing up and it was like through 
rain, sleet, snow, or shine. Now it's like you'll get it six weeks later. Okay, Hogwarts, when it comes to delivering mail, I don't think anybody does it better than them. They'll send hundreds of owls, and then they'll just go kick down your door. Here's oh, yeah. your letter. Uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> you'll get it. Right. Yeah, it's, it's coming one way or another. You're getting it right. Yeah, you're getting you're getting noticed. Um, yeah, you've been served. Right. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. OK. Anyway. Yeah. That whole that whole bit is is kind of it's it's meant to be over the top. I bet, uh, you know, later on you go back and look at that and you're it's your first book and you're like, OK, oh, yeah, yeah. It's meant to be silly. But at the same time, it's like it's pretty pretty out there um and again though harry brings up that he's been bullied and picked on because of the same right. you go back you look in those paragraphs uh, a couple of like, oh again the dudleys the dudleys are, are jerk people don't yeah. get i'm don't 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 don't, don't, don't 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 get me wrong on that but yeah yeah I, I i think giving a kid a tale that he has to go then that's emotionally scarring he could have ptsd from that oh he totally does i'm sure he does like that's again they had to go get it removed i think that's that's wild that is that is wild um, and, um all right well, yeah. let's i was gonna say let, let, we'll dive back let's let's dive back to the to the beginning here so haggard kicks down the door um uncle vernon's uh came skidding into the room he was holding a rifle in his hand now they knew it uh had been in that long thin package he brought with him uh who's there he shouted i warn you i'm armed there was a pause and then smash the door was hit with such a force that it swung clean off its hinges uh, and with a deafening crash, landed flat on the floor. A giant of a man was standing in the doorway, his face almost completely hidden by a long, shaggy mane of hair and a wild, tangled beard. But you could make out his eyes glinting like the black beetles, uh, glinting like black beetles under all that hair. The giant squeezed his way into the hut, stooping so that his head just brushed the ceiling. He bent down, picked up uh, the door, and fitted it easily easily back into its frame the noise of the storm outside dropped a little he turned to look at them all could you make a cup of tea uh it's not been an easy journey uh-huh yeah yeah that, that i get it's in, in the next chapter too when just the way Hagrid kind of talks about stuff like things like that like the tea like wouldn't mind having a bit of tea right and then later on right. uh like here the, the the cake is there right it just it's uh because he says then not right here but like later on in the next chapter he says wouldn't mind having a bit of that uh wouldn't wouldn't refuse an offer of that cake if, if right. you you know right offered it it's stuff like that like i oh, wouldn't you know wouldn't say no to it <laughs> right kind of yeah, yeah, asking yeah. for it without asking for it without asking for it right funny um yeah so he's he sees harry um uh last time i saw you was only a baby you look a lot like your dad but you've got your mom's eyes uh and then vernon says i demand you leave at once you are breaking an enter I he's correct yeah i'll get you know he's, he he's correct it might be the only time vernon's correct about literally anything but in this scenario okay he's 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 correct there ah shut up dursley you great prune mm -hmm. i mean you just kicked this guy's door down lots of insults being said back and forth here <laughs> i i don't know again a lot of excitement for harry too this is he's just been bored out of his mind stuck under the uh staircase there in in, in the cupboard and this is it's exciting now it's all kind of about him even if it's not like really he right. doesn't know what's going on it's just what's the what's all the buzz about what's all the excitement here yeah so he does he says got something for you here harry i might have sat on it at some point but it'll taste all right and from inside the pocket of his black overcoat he pulled a slightly squashed box harry opened it with trembling fingers inside was a large sticky chocolate cake with happy birthday harry written on it in green icing huh why green uh, why, why not why not why not red 
Why bring up his Why past? not yellow? Why, Why not blue? You know, it's like he's... <sighs> is this a subtle hint that Harry is really supposed to be in Slytherin? It could maybe, be. Maybe. Why did they choose green? You know, I just found out something this morning. This is a, a little bit of a, a port key situation here. Um, the um, Cursed Child book. I, I didn't realize. I've not really read that. I've just read the the um, summary on it. Right. Harry's son is is actually. Yeah. So Lottie just told me this. You know, he's he's a Slytherin. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, what? Crazy. Maybe he should have been in Slytherin. And, and we could talk about houses later because I have a whole kind of a, a question well, in our next and i think yeah. i think in our next episode we will be yeah. uh doing the sorting hat yeah yeah so uh anyway haggard sits on harry's cake it's kind of like when you're like you know here i got you these valentines for chocolates but then you or these chocolates for valentines and then you open it up and like three are missing it's like oh i might have had one or two you know like, yeah come on haggard so anyway harry looks up at the giant uh he meant to say thank you but the words got lost and he says who are you so I haven't introduced myself, Rubius Hagrid, Keeper of Keys and Grounds at Hogwarts. Um, and then Hagrid says, what about that tea? Uh, and so then <laughs> <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's great. It, it's, it's, it's great. So, um, yeah. So then he sits, he sits on the sofa, right? And Matt, um, Matt a couple things. Just, just real quick. I want to say, I, cause I, I, I see it. So the insult, like imagine, I I start to wonder here if my mom didn't read some of this beforehand and it wasn't just about the witchcraft because some of the insults that Hagrid says here, ah, go boil your heads, both of you. What? <laughs> like, right. he tells the Dursleys to go do that. Uh, what was the other one? Um, gosh, he has so many different- Your great little... pudding of a son don't need fattening anymore, Dursley. Don't worry. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I mean, stuff like that. Where's the-, where's the um... Something about gargoyles, he calls them, I think, which was kind of funny. But yeah, just full of uh, li little back and forth insults. And uh, remember, Vernon's got a gun on him, trained on him the whole time here. Okay, until right. he goes over and, you know. Right. Um, so anyway, they say, I still don't know really who you are. Call me Hagrid. Every everyone does. And I told you, I'm Keeper of Keys at Hogwarts. Yeah, you'll know all about, you know all the way he says it, it's like y-e-h-l-l -L. so you'll know all about hogwarts of course mm -hmm. and then this is when hagrid starts to realize that harry doesn't know anything um about his, his past and this is where hagrid gets like really upset right oh yeah uh, yeah you know didn't you ever wonder where your parents learned it all all what harry asked all what hagrid thundered now wait just one second he had leapt to his feet and in his anger he seemed to fill the whole hut the dursleys were cowering against the wall do you mean to tell me, he growled at the Dursley, that this boy, this boy knows nothing about anything? <laughs> um, <laughs> nothing. Not a, not Harry a thought this was going a bit far. He, he had been, he had been, so even Harry's like, what is this guy doing? Yeah. Uh, he had, he had been to school after all and makes, and his marks weren't bad. Um, I know some things I can do. I know math and stuff. And he's like, then he goes on our world. I mean, your world, my world, your parents' world. Um, then Dursley, he booms. So then he, he kind of goes, he, cause this is where he starts, he starts going off of him. He's, I mean, you're, you know, you're famous. You, they don't know about right, it. Hey, and then off, off, this is, go ahead. Well, right before that, I mean, I like to point these, these weird things. Mimble Wimble. Is he doing some spell work again or something? Like, uh, I, you know, Matty, I, I, I don't know. Here. He, yeah. I think he just, so, I don't yeah. know if he's trying to do a spell or make something, make a word up. Mimble you know? Wimble. 
it's like strategery, right? You know, sometimes right. you just make words, <laughs> yes. sometimes just make words up, okay, yeah. on, the, on the fly. Um, so yeah, so then this is where Vernon starts to say, Stop right there, sir. I forbid you to tell the boy anything. Uh, that can continue to go on. Stop, I forbid you. And then, you know, then we get the famous line here, right? You know, I'll go, I'll go boil your heads, both of you. You're a wizard, Harry. Uh, right, uh, Harry, yeah. you're a wizard. See, in the in the movie, it's flipped around in the movie. Yeah, it's Harry, you're a, a wizard. wizard. Here, it's the other way around. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a silence inside the hut. Only the sea and whist and the whistling wind could be heard. I'm a what? Uh, a wizard, of course. Said Haggard, sitting back down on the sofa, which groaned and sank even lower. And a good one. And a good one, I'd say. You know. So he ends up handling him. The letter, we finally get to see what it is. Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, Headmaster Albus Dumbledore, Order Order of Merlin, First Class Grand Sorcerer, uh, Chief Warlock, Supreme Mugwump, Inter uh, International uh, Confederacy uh, of Wizards. Dear Mr. Potter, we are pleased to inform you that you have been accepted to Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Please find and close a list of all necessary books and equipment. Term begins on September the 1st. We await... Your Al by no later than July 31st. Yours sincerely, um, Minerva McGonagall, Deputy mm -hmm. Headmistress. Uh, yeah. So you're in. Did he even you're apply? In. I don't think so. I think he's getting preferential treatment. Can you apply? I mean, like, can you say, you know what? Hey, I mean, it's kind of funny. Later on, we get this bit about Neville and they're like, oh, I got my letter. Didn't know if I would actually. I, like he's he's from a magical family like can you petition and say hey hold on a second you know like are you not our son's not magical enough or whatever so if you're if you're if you're from if you're from a magical family and you don't make the cut do you have to go to regular school or is there like a school inside the wizarding world that is for people right. who don't make the cut like maybe regular like yeah like like there's a regular wizard school like this is a private one or something or right because uh, then are you still what are then wouldn't that person be likely to expose the wizarding world yeah you i mean you still have like squibs too i mean that's 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 a thing right so right. um yeah what like i guess they just go to regular school and they still live with wizards though they know and about just, and they're not and they're it, I feel like those people would be likely to expose it because they'd be like jealous and upset. I mean, you know, it's like. Right. Which is like where Miss Dursley. Yeah. 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 Be, right. Yeah. yeah. And she uh, in, in her case. Right. It's like, oh, it's too weird. I, I wouldn't want people to know like she wants right. to live in that muggle world. I don't want them to know that I know about that kind of stuff. But then, but I would imagine that there'd be some people that would be resentful. Yeah. And, and that's where you have. And, I think you have to like, go right, around. Well, I'm just going to expose it. That's why the Ministry of Magic is there. Their, their, their whole thing is to go around and... But who's going to believe you? That's where it really comes Yeah, in. who's going to believe you? Uh, yeah, good, yeah, good call. I don't know. The interesting thing about schools there... That so maybe be... people maybe people who say that UFOs and Sasquatch and all that stuff are, are telling the truth. Oh, I think they are. I'm one of those people. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you right now, 1947, interesting year. Go go take a look at all the events. You can't have that much stuff happen in one year and it not be not be real. So so I wonder I wonder what all what all the events are that happened that were caused by you know wizards 
but we just they just didn't know they thought it was something else but few people were making stuff up but really they saw something magical happen right going through the 90s and stuff like that like yeah what how much of this stuff uh if we go back and look at events around the world you know because they do talk they do talk about how like you know voldemort was beginning to threaten the regular world too mm -hmm. yeah yeah they have to go speak to the actual prime minister and um in the muggle right. world and explain stuff and that's a really cool chapter i mean that's I love, I know. way that's way away way, but yeah it, but it is it's cool. a really it's a really cool chapter yeah yeah for sure so um okay so uh continuing on here you know galloping gorgons that reminds me uh said hacks laughing into his his forehead with enough force to knock over a cart horse um he pulls out another sort of um letter here dear professor dumbledore give her given harry his letter uh taking or he writes this taking him to buy things tomorrow weather's horrible hope you're all well hagrid hagrid rolls it up gives it to an owl flies off um so then we start to learn a little bit more right about what's a muggle right mm -hmm. he says that's what we call non-magical folk and it's your bad luck uh you grew up in a family with the biggest muggles i've ever laid eyes on and here we go we swore when we took him in we'd put a stop to all that rubbish said uncle vernon swore we'd stamp it out of him wizard indeed so that harry gets upset you knew you knew i'm a wizard knew mm -hmm. Uh, shrieked Aunt Petunia. Of course we knew. How could you not be? My dratted sister being what she was. Oh, she got a letter just like that and disappeared off to that school. Or that school, I should say. Um, and came home every vacation with her pockets filled of frog spawn, turning teacups into rats. I was the only one who saw her for what she was. A freak. But for my mother and father, oh no, it was Lily this and Lily that. They were proud of having a witch in the family. She stopped to draw a deep breath and then went ranting on. It seemed she had been wait, uh, wanting to say this for years. Then she met that potter at school and they left and got married and had you. And of course, I knew you'd be just the same, just as strange, just as abnormal. And then, if you please, she went and got herself blown up and we got landed with you. Wow. Blown up. So now the story is out you can hear the bitter the the bitterness and and it just um it sucks this is why i kind of feel like there there does need to be something i mean because uh, because harry or i'm sorry hagrid says later like well if everyone knew about it they'd be wanting magical solutions for everything you know there's just not enough of us to go around and and do that we'd become servants almost like if as to why right. why can't why can't they know about us why can't we share more of that just it, that's kind of the, the reason given by him um yeah, it's, it sucks because she felt like she wasn't as important or as right. good as her sister. And that's what kind of sucks about this, because honestly, not all of like muggles are awesome. Like, look at look at Hermione's parents. Right. She they're wonderful people and they're dentists and, and things and. Muggles are awesome. I mean, look at in fa Fantastic Beast. There's this character, Jacob who is just a muggle, a nomad, right? No magic. And right. he is, that's cool. I think that's, that's awesome. And then they interact and they know some wizards or whatever, but they're like, ah, they, they have a confidence in themselves to be their own. I feel like you could still be a muggle and still do some magic though, or still be part of the magical world because not everything is necessarily like potions 
you yeah. know, I'm sure there's some where you have to cast a spell on something while you're doing it, but a lot of it is just basic. It's just chemistry. Uh, you just don't know. You just don't know that that chemistry exists because you've never seen these creatures before. So, but I mean, you, there's a lot. There's definitely stuff there that you could do, and then like there's magical items and artifacts that you can use that aren't necessarily, you wouldn't necessarily need to be a wizard to do because it's the item itself is where it contains magic. Right. Like using a port key or going through um, a certain passage or whatever, getting into Diagon Alley. Uh, for example, if you're Hermione's parents and you got to get in there, or if you have to go through the platform uh, to see your kid off to school, you know about it now, like now you're in and you have an invested there's a reason you want to keep it secret because your daughter is going there or your son is going to school there and you're in. I think Seamus says like, you know, a bit of a surprise for his family when uh, they find out that his mom's a witch, you know? And so it's like, Oh, well, okay. Now I love her. And, and we have a son who is magical and it's going to go do that. So you're right. Yeah. You potions. I mean, think about herbs and in, in our own, I mean, the, the healing powers and stuff of, of different herbs that people use and they think, it's all real, Matt. It's all real. It is. All right? So, yeah, that's a good point that that uh, muggles. Could I mean, I mean, you think about you think about like the the Weasley twins open up a, a joke store. I mean, it's just there's nothing. You know, it's just like mm -hmm. fireworks and stuff. But I mean, I, anybody I think could use it. Right. Any, anybody could anybody could use it. Right. So, yeah, some of the stuff like you pick it up and you just like he he uses the, the, the vanishing kind of like smoke stuff. Right. Harry uses that and like a love potion potion. They can be used on muggles. The magic can be right. used on, on them. So if they have one themselves, the invisibility they, cloak, it's just. A, yeah, it's just a cloak. Right. We're just we're just we're hiding these things from that world. So they don't use them as much. And yeah, so I'm sure there's been th some things that have slipped out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure um yeah and there's just, a lot of stuff in our world that i'm pretty sure is magic and it's like i don't know i don't know how it works i it, we say right what's a common what's something we 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 use to describe things we don't understand i don't know it's witchcraft dude i don't know how it works but it just works yeah it's magic it's yeah we, we, we can't explain it well here's the thing i ancient alien theorists say yes to a lot of things out there concerning magical properties uh, right. interdimensional could the pyramids stuff. have been built by magic I, I say so absolutely which is why i love when when the weasleys go vacation there and you've got curse breakers people are trying to get into different like ancient uh pyramids but they have to break an ancient curse and like wow their magic was pretty curses wild, are real you know? i am 100 percent on board with that yeah. yeah like oh hey do you want to go like explore this pyramid absolutely not matt matt Matt, we've been to a haunted mansion just outside my it was, house. It was crazy. Yeah. It's haunted. It's all get out. We walked it in, haunted. walked in there. The temperature dropped like it was, I mean, like my arm hair frosted right. up. Like it was crazy. That was wild. So um, I've heard a ghost before or a witch. I uh, think. Ghosts are real. I believe. I, I, I believe in them. Yeah. yeah. But I ain't afraid of them. But I just don't believe in them. Right. Wait, you, wait, 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 wait. You believe in them, but you're not afraid of them? Or you don't. I ain't afraid. I am not. I ain't afraid of no ghost. You ain't afraid of no ghost. No ghost. All right. All right. <laughs> there's there's no ghost that I'm that I'm afraid of. Matt's All like, right. well, hold on a second. Most of the world believes in one ghost at least. This only ghost. Well, you know. <laughs> hey, there we go. There we go. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so basically they just end up leaving. Uh that's I mean, that's kind of that's uh kind of it. I mean, we learn sorry, we learn 
I shouldn't skip over this. We we were already talking a little about it a little bit. Just that um, they sort of. Yeah, she said it was a car. It was a car crash. Yeah. So then we do get into the Baltimore story um, of 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 what it is, and we get the. I, he's Harry. What happened? Kind of yeah. About I can't say the name. I'm not supposed to say it. Right. Right. And then I can't spell it. He does. He's now nah, I can't spell it. So he says uh-huh, uh-huh. Voldemort, Voldemort, um, or as they say in the, or, or as they say in the audiobook and uh, the book, Voldemort, M-O-R, like yeah, M-O-R, like. Uh, <clears throat> so I think either's either's correct, but technically, you know, it should be he should he who should be not be named, but right. Some yep. people say you know you know who. Mm-hmm. So we get that, and then we get obviously the story that, um, yeah, he was trying to possibly get him on his side. Right, but they were too close to Dumbledore. Didn't want anything to do with the dark side. Maybe he thought he could persuade him. Maybe he wanted him out of the way. And uh, anyone who know anyone who knows this, he turned up in the village where he was living on Halloween ten years ago. You're just a year old. Came to your house. Yeah, Hagrid pulls out a handkerchief. Oh, um, you know who killed him? And then, uh, and this is the real mystery thing. He tried to kill you too. Wanted to make a clean job of it, I suppose, or maybe just wanted to kill. He just liked killing by then, but he couldn't do it. Never wondered how you got that mark on your forehead. That's no ordinary cut. Uh, That's what you get when a powerful evil curse touches you. Took care of your mom and dad and and your house even, but it didn't work on you. And that's why you're famous, Harry. No one ever lived after he decided to kill him. No one except you. Matt, I never thought about this. I've never, ever, ever thought about this. Until right now, but as so as has a lot of scars from surgeries that I that, that I can kind of explain and I, I understand I do have an unexplainable scar on my hand wow. that is shaped like a wishbone or a tuning fork. I can't tell which I'm going to see if you guys can see it on the on the camera here. But let me let me I'm gonna show this first. It's on the YouTube version. Um, Not really. <clears throat> right here at the bottom. Oh, maybe a little bit. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Mm hmm. All right, all right. So now, hold on a second. I I've never had that explained to me. I don't know, right? I mean, how did I? Could be magical. Did you ever wonder how you had a scar like that? Because that was like when I was a like a baby. I don't remember that at all. So could could be magical. The story that was kind of told to me was that I fell through a window. How'd you fall through a window? That has a story there. I I got to go back. I got to talk to my dad. What really happened that night? Well, here's the real question. Uh, what was going on where a baby is able to fall through a window? That's what I'm saying. Apparently, it's like uh, the, the real. So people don't think my parents were like terrible people because they're wonderful people. Um, we had the shed, our garage, and we had old windows, like old, like bar, like a barn, you know, single real pane. thin, re- single, single pane. Yeah. Pane, yeah. And they're, they're stacked against the side of the. Um, oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So you didn't I'm, fall like out of a building. out of a, no i must i you must have like into like some glass that was on the floor yeah basically. or like they, like they had they like there was a little piece of it left in the in the frame the old wooden frame gotcha. or something you know so but i remember when i first it was described it fell through a window what did i fall out of a second story window what how am i here <laughs> hey crazy magic buddy magic it's magic it's magical we're alive all right you know yeah. let me let me let me say that i mean preach it yeah that's right sometimes when you hear the stories of what you know oh yeah when you're a baby you like fell through what right yeah i fell down some stairs so okay two two stories. I, wrecked a, I wrecked a car when i was like three what 
<laughs> Matt was in a car driving? Oh, my Yeah, my God. dad, it was like we lived out in the country, and my dad had, I was like in this, like he was like working on stuff, and he was, I was in a truck, and I was like playing around, because yeah. it's, I'm not, or I don't know, and somehow, I don't know, I must have knocked, like, knocked it into neutral, and oh, it God. started rolling, and it hit this tree. Holy it's like shit. out in the woods. <laughs> There's Matt just holding on for dear life. Cars moving. Oh my gosh, that is funny. You know how people joke and they put their kids in there, right? They put their kids right because they know you. They think, the they're yeah. they think they're driving. Yeah, driving out. Yeah, that's funny. Wow, that's it. Is crazy how we how we get to that point. You know, uh, Neville coming up in a few chapters, like he fell somewhere and like he bounces a whole bunch of times and like he should have been hurt, broke every bone in his body, but he's magic. That's how they found out he was magic. Buddy, I, I, my dad had me at the top of the stairs and I fell. I mean, I must have just the whole way down on my stomach, just do, 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 you know, just falling backwards. What were your parents doing? That's what I said. I was kid. like, what's going on? Dad was working second, third shift. I mean, <sighs> crazy. Anyway. All right. Well, let's, uh, as, uh, let, we'll get back here. Uh, so Hagrid's story is coming to a close and he saw again a blinding flash of green light more clearly than he'd ever remembered it before, and he remembered something else for the first time in his life, a high, cold, cruel laugh. Yeah. Yeah, really. Hagrid, you should know better than bringing a, a cake with green icing because it's, it's triggering all sorts of stuff here. I mean, it's not just the Slytherin stuff. It's this uh, the, the green flash, the, the, the high-pitched laughter, all this stuff. He starts to recall different things. It wasn't just a car crash. It wasn't that at all. His his parents were attacked, and you know, and then were... and and then this. All right, so this is where this is where I'm actually I, I'm a, this is where I'm actually a little more okay with Haggard kind of putting Dur Dursley in his place, right? Yeah, he should have put Vernon Dursley in his place. Mm -hmm. Um, should have says yeah. now. Now you listen here, boy. Um, I accept there's some something strange about you. Probably nothing a good beating wouldn't have cured. As far for all of this as your parents, well, they were weirdos, no denying it, and the world's better off without them, in my opinion. That's cr that's cross you cross that you cross the line. That's cross the line. You can't say that. No, ask, the world's better ask, off. Like, come on, right? Ask for all they got, getting mixed up with these wizarding types, just what I expected, and knew they'd come to a sticky end. But at that moment, Hagrid leapt up from the sofa and drew a patterned pink umbrella from inside his coat, pointed at. at Uncle Vernon, like a sword, he said, I'm warning you, Dursley. I'm one more word um, in danger of being spared on the end of the umbrella by a bearded giant. Uncle Vernon's courage failed again. He flattened himself against the wall and fell silent. Mm -hmm. So then uh, we continue on a little bit here. What happened to Voldemort? You know, you know who? And then mm -hmm. good question. Vanished. Same night he tried to kill you. Makes you even more famous. That's the biggest mystery. See, he was getting more and more powerful. Where'd he go? Some say he died. Cod Swallop, in my opinion, don't know if he had enough human left in him to die. Some say he's still out there. Biden his time, like Biden his time, like, but I don't believe it. People who was on his side came back to ours. Some of them came out kind of trance, came out kind of trances. Don't reckon they could have done it if he was coming back. Most of us reckon he's still out there somewhere but lost his powers too weak to carry it on because something about you finished him harry yeah yeah for sure two, uh, two things here first of all i i know people sometimes will, will get on us a little bit because we support uh not don't support but we try to find reasons to understand the ver the uh vernon dursley and the dursleys right and 
people clearly have found ways to support Hagrid after he does what he's going to do here, right? You know, they're adults. Oh, yeah. They're they're having an exchange. They're arguing. Both say things they probably do and say things they shouldn't do. Uh, and heated moments, very stressful, etc. Still not excusing any of it. It's terrible. And it's a lot. There's lessons to be learned in these stories. But yeah, this whole Voldemort thing is is um, it's there's a mystery. He's still out there. Not sure. Some of his followers are coming back. Um, and we don't really know something about you stopped him that night. And since we're doing a reread, we know it wasn't necessarily Harry. You know, it was it was this right. these, these deeper magics, these these other powers, which, by the way, if that's a power, if that's magic. Buddy, I I mean friendship love. Is magic. Let's go. Okay. We've got magic right. going on right here. Let's Absolutely. go. Um okay, so then we get to the, then we get to this and I know it's something that's kind of brushed over incredibly quickly. Uh it's really just like one sort of it's really just sort of one I don't know, a few paragraphs here, but it's almost like the whole thing. I mean, Hagrid looked at Harry with warmth and respect blazing in his eyes, but Harry instead of um Instead of feeling pleased and proud, felt quite sure this has been a horrible mistake. A wizard? Him? How could he possibly be? He'd spent his life being clouded by Dudley and bullied by Aunt Petunia and Uncle Vernon. If he really was a wizard, why hadn't he been turned into, um, why hadn't they been turned into warty toads every time they tried to lock him up in the cupboard? If he'd once defeated the greatest sorcerer in the world, how come Dudley had always been able to kick him around like a football? Harry thinks they made a mistake. I don't think I can be a wizard. Right. Not a wizard, eh? Never made things happen when you was scared or angry. Harry looked into the fire. Now he came to think about it. everything odd he had ever made um, his aunt and uncle that had ever made his aunt and uncle furious with him had happened when he was angry or upset, chased by Dudley's gang. He had uh, he had found himself out of their reach, dreading going to school with that ridiculous haircut. He'd managed to make it grow back, and the very last time Dudley had hit him. Um, hadn't he got his revenge without uh, even realize he was doing it? Hadn't he set a boa constrictor on him? Right. Yeah. So you start to think, okay, it's just kind of an innocent, um, like it just happened by chance, but there's something else behind it. You know, there's, there's this extra urge to maybe, uh, you know, unleash this boa constrictor, uh, jump up on a roof. I think at one point even changes somebody's, uh, a teacher's hair, got touched her wig or something, or maybe it was someone else and turns it blue. So, yeah, uh, interesting that, yeah, the, the, so think of those things that are unexplainable that go on in our world or that that have happened in your life. Maybe maybe you've got yeah. some magic. Maybe. maybe. Um, so it goes on a little bit more here and talks about uh, what's going to happen. How his name's been down ever since he was born. We already talked a little bit about what happens after this, but it will just kind of rehash it just a quick second here. Uh, he says he'll be under the greatest headmaster Hogwarts ever had, Albus Dumble. I am not paying for some crackpot old fool to teach him magic tricks, yelled Uncle Vernon. But he had finally gone too far. Hagrid seized his umbrella and whirled it over his head. Never insult Albus Dumbledore in front of me. And this is where he does the pigtail. Uh huh. Let me ask you a question: D Is there a fee? To get in, I know you have to pay for your stuff and you have to go buy your stuff, but is there like a fee to get pay into to the school? Pay, yeah. You have, pay to, you have to pay to play Quidditch. Man, yeah, I wonder. Well, see, is, what I, kind of I, levies do they have there? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, how, how's the school funded? I What's the fund? I don't What's know. Taxes. Like? 
Is it a public school or is it a private school? I think it's private, buddy. I think it's I think it's private. I don't know though. Is there? It's in the it's it's in the Wizarding World. <clears throat> so, but by that yeah, standard, but... I think it would be a public school in the Wizarding World. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think that the people have asked the question like, did they did Ron before? He goes to to Hogwarts. Does he go to a regular school to learn math and that kind? Of, I know everyone always asks that. Yeah, question, exactly. Like, I know. Yeah, I, that, that was something they, I was that was something I was thinking about this week. Was I like, don't. Here's my thing. I don't what think do they, they do? do before. I don't think they do. I think they're either homeschooled or they have their own like little communities because otherwise they would know about a rubber duck. They would know about like these things, right? Like like there Arthur's always asking about like what's the purpose of this and a telephone? How do you use it? Well. If you're going to a regular muggle school, no, they have they don't go to a muggle school. But I am wondering if they do go to some sort of pre Hogwarts school. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it's a wizard based, right? For, for wizarding children, I don't think they do be, be though because Ginny is rather young. Yeah, and she it doesn't. There's nothing really said about her. So I think they just go to Hogwarts. Yeah, so they only get seven years of schooling. Yeah. Yeah, so they're just learning, you know, at home. I think they just have to go through the general kind of stuff. Gosh, we had that, God. Yeah. Really though, it, it, it's, only seven years. Are they behind? Are they I, behind? Like, we, yeah. Do we get? Do we need to get some standards up here? Right. What What are the standards like there in the Wizarding World? I don't know. That that's a good thing for a student. I mean, you have to be able to read these books. You're going to read about history of magic. You have to be able to read. You know what I'm saying? So are they taking reading courses at with their with their parents or is there a tutor? There's someone there's right. someone is teaching them because you have to learn how to read. All right. Right. The only common core they care about is what's the core in your wand. So. All Holy. Right. S- <laughs> yeah. God, get your priorities straight, people. All right. Here we go. Let's go. Uh, chapter five here. So uh, moving on over uh, is uh, Diagon Alley. Hagrid takes Harry to Diagon Alley in London to retrieve his inheritance and buys his school supplies, including a wand. Hagrid gives Harry a snowy owl as a birthday present. At the same time, Hagrid gets a secret package from Gringotts Vault. Harry meets Draco Malfoy, and Hagrid gives Harry his tickets for the Hogwarts Express. Yeah. Yeah, so this uh, starts off with a dream. Like uh, Harry's like, this couldn't have been real. He starts to think to himself, like, did that, did any of that stuff happen? He dreams about a big giant called Hagrid who came and told him about him being a wizard. And when he opened his eyes, um, or when he opens his eyes, he'll be at home in his cupboard. But there's the tap, tap, tap at the door to kind of get everybody up. And it's Hagrid still yeah. there. And you know what? This, this, some of the early stuff in this chapter is definitely a vastly different uh, departure. It's vastly different than the movie, um, because in the movie they just they just cut to Diagon Alley, right? Like he just leaves with Harry, he yeah. leaves with them, whatever. Uh, that's that's actually the last time we see the Dursleys in the movie, because then Hagrid takes him, dro- he yeah. drops him off at the platform, and it's, but it's totally different here. Hagrid stayed, spent the night, yeah, <laughs> slept on the sofa, passes out, been a long journey, weather's bad. <laughs> Yeah, he's just like, no, I'm, I'm staying here. I mean, I, I imagine that the Dursleys didn't sleep at all, right? They're scared right. to death. Um, what's really funny too is there's a, there's you think a... he snored? I feel like he, I, they probably didn't oh. sleep because he was snoring. He had, he has to be a snorer. Yeah, man. By the way, I kind of am too. God dang it! I have to. I, sometimes I put nose strips on because some I, I go through waves of like I will, then I won't. I know it, it just depends on what. Like if I'm laying on my back. You know, come on. I think that's everybody. Not everybody, but you're laying on your back, you know, and like everything's just your it's where you're supposed to sleep, I think. 
Uh, I sleep on my yeah. side or on my stomach just to avoid some of the sleeper. snoring. But, but yeah, so he probably was snoring. And there's uh, what's what's cool. You said the the uh, the post, right? Getting the post there. By God, they will get it there. Even though Hagrid is out here on this island, that little owl shows up with his with the Daily Prophet, and uh, it's just kind of funny. You know, Hagrid's rolling over. He's like, "Pay him, pay him. He wants mm-hmm. paid, right? You know." And so reaching into his his pocket there, give him five canuts, canuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wizard money. That's interesting. Well, hold on. Do they they don't explain how he how he leaves? Do they? Uh, yeah, on the boat. Uh, yes. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah that's just yeah. How yeah. did you get? Yeah, Harry's looking for another boat. Flu. That's right. Yeah, you're hundred percent right. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Uh, which so what? But well, funny on. again, he does magic again to move the boat a little faster. He's like, appreciate it if you would right. if you wouldn't mention this. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, Hagrid, my God. Um, yeah, which is funny because uh, it's just it feels more real. I mean, it does. Just, yeah, it it does. Um, and so they go on and they're talking a little bit of stuff. He's explaining some of the stuff like the Daily Prophet. There's a Ministry of Magic, of course. They want a Dumbledore for Minister, of course, but he'd never leave Hogwarts. So old Cornelius Fudge chucked the gob. Um, you know, so uh, Bunger, if there ever was one. So he pelts a Dumbledore with owls every morning asking for advice. What does the Ministry of Magic do? Great, great question. What do they do? What That's, do they do? Right? Yeah. Well, their main job is to keep the muggle... Um, keep it from muggles that there's still witches and wizards up and down the country. Uh, why? Why? Blimey, Harry, everyone be wanting magic solutions to their problems. You know, mm-hmm. we're best, we're best left alone. Right. Yeah. Which is interesting. I think there's, there's, uh, there's more to it than that, but that's a pretty good one. I mean, if they're outnumbered vastly and they are just used to kind of do chores and work and make things, um, better the muggles the muggles need to kind of find their own way right they got to find their own thing arthur weasley is always impressed by uh how ingenious they are with with their underground railroads and their ways of travel when wizards can just apparate use the flu network or port keys and things like that it's just different different means of of getting there honestly i think uh, muggles are a bit more patient right don't need things done instantly we take our time we put our hands in there we do our own dishes all right yes um so they have to take a train Right, they get to London. Uh, Haggard gives Harry his his list. Here's everything you need: three sets of plain work uh, robes, black; one plain pointed hat, black for day wear; one pair of protective gloves, dragon hide or similar; one winter cloak, black with silver fastenings. Please note that all the pupils' clothes should carry name tags. Your course books: standard book of spells. History of Magic, A Beginner's Guide to Transfiguration, 1,000 Magical Herbs and Fungi, Magical uh, Droughts and Potions, Fantastic Beasts, and Where to Find Them. Yeah. Uh, the Dark Force is a, a guide to self-protection. Uh, and then you need a wand, a cauldron, one set glass of crystal files, one telescope, one set brass scales. Students may also bring an owl or a cat or a toad. Yeah, or not, a rat. Right, and they're not allowed to bring their own broomsticks. Right, first year. So that kind of reminds me of like when you go off to college, the freshman who can't bring a car to campus. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that uh, one, come on. That's a joke. <laughs> I know, but like that's the thing. We, we live right near uh, we are this the college outside of my hometown here. And by God, yeah, that's like a thing. They can't bring a car um, to campus or whatever. Why? Strange. It's just it's just for right. parking because like, we don't have enough parking spaces. Yeah. Where's all my money going to, buddy? 
Yeah, right. I'm paying a crap ton to come here. I mean, you know, I don't know. But yeah, the, the, the first year is too. They have to learn how to fly. They're, we're going to see that later. So maybe that's a bit of it. But uh, yeah. So um, a couple things here. I th I, th I love seeing the list of books. I love seeing like the equipment, a wand, a cauldron, a pewter. Harry, you know, once he gets his money, he really wants to go get like the highest. And so he's just I, he's like a kid. Right. I mean, I got all this money. Like we'll get to that in a second, too. But it's like I'm going to go buy. I think he tries to buy like a gold cauldron. It's like, eh, it's not what it says. You know, you got to have the right kind. And, and so, or, so he ends up getting a better set of scales, but right. he, he, he wants to now he's never had this much money. You want to buy it all. We'll take the lot, right? Like, let's just do it. So. Yeah. So they end up going, um, walking around, right. Uh, this is it. Haggard said coming to a halt, the leaky cauldron. It's a mm -hmm. famous place. We went there. It's kind of yeah. cool. Been there. Good food. I enjoyed yeah. it. Really enjoyed it. I mean, they, it's cool how they have stuff set up in the, and like, it just, it looks like it at universal. And then you've also just got like things doing magical stuff, you know, kind of, uh, you know, set up and it's just cool. Yeah. Been there. A little man in a top hat. That was, uh, there, you know, there was, they're talking about some of the people there for a famous place. It was kind of dark and shabby. Uh, an old woman were sitting in the corner drinking gla tiny glasses of sherry. One of them was smoking a long pipe. A little man with a top hat was talking to an old bartender who was quite bald and, and looked like a toothless walnut. The low buzz of chatter stopped when they walked in. Everyone seemed to know Hagrid. They waved and smiled. Um, the usual Hagrid. Can't, Tom. I'm on Hogwarts business. Uh, said Good. Hagrid clapping his great hand on Harry's shoulder. Um, Good Lord, said the bartender peering at Harry. Is this... I mean, how does it? I mean, everybody just recognized him right away. Yeah, which it's almost like they were waiting. I knew he was coming. Yeah, at one point, and it's it's kind of funny. Um, Harry mentions here, like he's some of them have met him before and have sh uh, uh, shook his hand and said pleasure to meet meet you. Like that's coming up here in just a few paragraphs. Uh, so yeah, they all know him. I wanted to mention something. You always kind of hop on these first couple of chapters. We're going to hop on ha on on Hagrid a little bit here. And I guess everyone has to come through here. They have to come through like a bar. You know what I mean? Right. Everyone's drinking. You got drunks in here. Hagrid, the usual. Is Hagrid just... How often is he drinking, Matt? Is, is this... Uh, <laughs> uh, quite, a, quite a bit, man. So, yeah. He, he plays it fast and loose. He I does. already said it. He does. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, but yeah, as you said, they're, they're happy to see right. him. Doris Crockford and, is there, right? So can't right. believe I'm meeting you. So proud, Mr. Right. Potter. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a handful of characters. De uh, Deadless Diggle, right? And then Professor Quarrel. Yeah, so that's that's pretty cool. He's got the uh, Potter, right? Uh, can't tell you how p p pleased I am to meet you. And it's just kind of funny that he's this uh, stuttering he's be, professor he's who's kind of nervous. The dark arts. Yeah, yeah, and uh, interesting to see him him here. And he's the first. I mean, even though we had um, um, McGonagall and Albus bringing him there, but like he meets Hagrid and then Quirrell. So interesting. Uh, yeah, that he, that he meets him. You there. know, I do. I do always wonder what Quirrell was probably like before he got, you know, basically taken over, possessed by Voldemort. Yeah. Like, did, did he was he this? I, yeah. People who knew him prior. Was it was it really that he came across a vampire and got scared out of his mind and and was like that vampire was Voldemort? Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> so 
is that like this event because because everybody all the other like all the other defense against the dark arts teachers we get to we get to sort of see them as they are i mean with like mad eye moody right you will end up finding out that in well it wasn't really him right in in uh goblet of fire but then you actually still get a talk to mad eye moody afterwards right yeah um, yeah but coral we know you, you know you don't get anything because he's possessed by voldemort the whole time and so then you never really oh get God. his you never really get his backstory or anything right so okay two thousand do a ranking of the of the defense against the dark arts teachers right okay uh i watched this play and i'm gonna have for for bonus content we're gonna have matt watch it uh it's puffs it's it's the play and they make this joke where they're just like it's it's all following the puffs and they're going into their second year and like well you're like we, we made it we're all good uh everyone is safe except for that professor that got killed last year <laughs> like no <Wow>. one <laughs> you know no one really talks much about it but like a professor died like was for, for some kids was or was, was their counseling did, did they like were they close to that professor and thought oh i really liked him you know um like uh when mcgonagall in the film anyways goes and gets oliver wood out of the classroom she goes to professor quirrell's class maybe he maybe he liked him maybe he was a, a good teacher i don't know but it's kind of interesting yeah so uh um okay well uh go back here so yeah they talk a little bit about it um told you you were famous even professor quirrell was trembling to meet you is he always that nervous uh, he was fine. He was studying out of books and then took a year off and got some first-hand experience. They say he met vampires in the Black Forest and there was a nasty bit of trouble with a hag. Never been the same since. So, yeah, I mean, he definitely was obviously quietly a different person before. So, anyway, then Hagrid, you know, takes his umbrella out, taps three times, and now we're into Diagon Alley. Yes. Yeah, we're here. Um, which was all, all the magic, all these... Um... Just, yeah, really, really cool stuff. Um, I wanted to, I think we'll do this later, but maybe an extended edition. I want to go back to, we'll do it later, but it's it's uh, Daedalus Diggle. And some of these characters that are mentioned right here, and like, I'm just looking them up as we go through, and they matter later on, and they're, they're like, like later on in the series, and I'm pulling them up, up, up on the wiki. We'll, we'll extend it edition, friends. Stick around for that. We're going to do some fun stuff at the end of the show. But uh, anyways, yes, you're right, Matt. Into Diagon Alley. Here we go. Let's go get our stuff. Let's run into Malfoy, right? Let's let's go to uh, get our right. robes, get our books. Uh, Hagrid's going to hook us up with Hedwig. It's cool. This is this yeah. is. I mean, we could awesome. yeah, and we could honestly do. I feel like we could honestly do two full episodes just on Diagon Alley because there's just so much stuff that happens in this chapter. Um, and so we'll just pick out like one or two sort of I yeah. think big things here um and sort and sort of and sort of talk about like what we what we really like about it and stuff like that because i mean honestly you could break this the, the so there's so much stuff that happens in this chapter that you can honestly just break it down into like like multiple episodes because you meet you meet a lot of people we go to gringotts yeah. um olivanders right i mean there's there's a ton of stuff but um, I, I, I like so, so, what, what what's like what's like what, yeah. i guess what, what's like maybe the one big thing that sticks out for you as Okay, yeah, yeah, we each do one one. You, I think if you want to, well, yeah. Um, it's tough because there's three big things, and so I'll pick from one of these three, but like Gringotts, uh, Malfoy meeting, and then um, uh, getting his wand. Yeah, uh, we, can, we can just go over them each. I think that's fine. 
but we yeah. just don't have to go. We just don't have to go over like, oh, he goes into the store and buys this. Yeah, because because Green Guts is cool. Like like this this what's engraved there. Enter stranger, but take heed of what awaits the sin of greed. For those who take but do not earn must pay most dearly in their turn. So if you seek beneath our floors a treasure that was never yours, thief, you have been warned. Beware of finding more than treasure there. Cool. I mean, it's it's. I love when authors do like you have to take time. And that's world building right there. That's that's an engraving that you amplified this and it's it's got multiple layers to it. It's warnings about Green Gods. It gives you a lot of um, history and lore. But like she wrote that she had to come up right. with that, uh, make it rhyme, make it work. And then inside. So that that in and of itself takes time to really do as an author. And so I'm impressed by by things like that. Mm -hmm. When I when I see like songs uh, woven into stories that matter, that have lore, they, it's hard to write a song. It's oh, or yeah. like a, a rhyme or, or or whatever, and so and have it mean something and matter and have layers right. to it. So it's cool. yeah. The thing I think I like most about Green Gods, I just like that it ultimately it comes back to play later, right? Mm -hmm. In Deathly Hollows, and it's like such a big deal. And we meet goblins, and again, a lot of this stuff we don't really hear about now, but because it all, but because it all it all comes back to play later uh, in Deathly Hollows. But when we start to learn that. One, because we don't really see goblins that much, right? We, you know, we meet, mm -hmm. we meet all kinds of other creatures. We meet centaurs and all this other stuff as you go forward, but you don't really come back to Gringotts until the very end. And then when we do, you start to learn all sorts of stuff, and it's like, wow, goblins have their own yeah. magic. Goblins yeah. might even be more powerful. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's that's what... and wizards. Again, I was I was asking Lottie as I came into this, you know, like you look at they call uh, she's she's in Deathly Hallows right now. And she was like, they call wizards carriers, wand carriers. Yeah. Right. We carry wands uh, and they don't. But they are these beings that live inside the uh, not really. Yeah, it's the we call it the wizarding world, but it's the world of magic. Like you've got elves. Uh, you've, you've got goblins. We had wars with them in the past. I think there's going to be more on that. Hermione gets involved in just trying to understand what's with this hierarchy we have in our society. Is it wrong? Is it right? Uh, do, do we need to fix some things? So, yeah, interesting. What yeah. is their power? Like that sword, knowing it's goblin made. God, like, yeah, Godric Griffin, Gryffindor. The sword yeah. is a goblin made sword. Yeah, super cool. And again, it's just you know we just we don't really. We, I don't think do we even we don't go back there, do we? Back where? No, we don't. We, we don't go back until um, we do not go back until uh, yeah later yeah. Until chamber not though there is something in Chamber of Secrets right? Uh, there might there something isn't there something in Chamber of Secrets where we go there? May of nineteen ninety three, the sword materialized in the old sort of hat. To whom the hat was given? Oh no no that's right. It's Green. in the Chamber of Secrets, yeah, where he goes back, yeah. yeah. Oh, with the sword, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, where that where that appears to him, um, yeah, it's 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 a cool connection, as you said, something that happens in. But the it's first not. Book. We don't go back. We don't go back to Gringotts until right. Yeah. Grip Hook later comes up, and and all this stuff, and, and and goblins are mentioned, and people who work at the banks and stuff like that. There's little tiny nods to it here and there. Uh, while we're at it, actually, I, I pulled up this tab. That a wizard wizarding currency I always think is really interesting. And I always forget what the currency is, but you've got like your your gold, which is your galleon. Uh, you've got your sickle uh, for silver, 
right? And you've got your Canut, which is your bronze. So gold, silver, bronze, galleon, sickle, Canut. And the conversion, right, you know, 17 sickles and a galleon, 29 Canuts and a sickle, meaning there are 493 Canuts and a, and a, and a galleon. It's, it's crazy. It is, is crazy. But they say Gringotts and uh, the goblins kind of run it. And it's, it's a whole, whole thing, which I think is, is cool. Is, is really neat yeah okay so um yeah so anyway in in gringotts obviously the big deal is uh hagrid gets something else right yeah hagrid, hagrid, hagrid gets something else hogwarts business there. hogwarts business and then later we hear that there was an attempted break-in yeah was that hagrid <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> he was breaking and entering earlier so i mean uh yeah yeah, so yeah, that's that's the big the big takeaway um, from from Gringotts is that we see that we see the vault. Uh, Harry gets to go. It's we we hear about dragons or dragons real. Hagrid wants one. That's that's mentioned and is important later. All of that stuff. Um, very interesting. So my number two, and I don't know if you, it's okay. I push this to this real quick, which is just um, Malfoy running into yeah, yeah. Malfoy, who talks about different wizarding kinds. So they're at um, he's getting his robes. And he sees Harry. Harry goes in to get his. He's getting measured. And really, they're talking about he talking. He kind of he kind of insults uh, Hagrid a bit. And Harry says, I think he's brilliant. Um, right. Do you said the boy with a slight sneer? Uh, why is he with you? Where are your parents? They're dead. And then he says, oh, sorry. Um, but they were our kind, weren't they? They were a witch and a wizard, if that's what you mean. So Harry doesn't even know really what our kind is. So he's learning about all this stuff from uh, his experience here with Hagrid and then Diagon Alley. Uh, yeah. I'm yeah. trying to remember here. I'm uh, just, and I'm scooping over here. He doesn't actually introduce himself as Malfoy until later. We realize he's Malfoy later. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Right. Um, and then in the, in the movie, it's not there. He meets Malfoy later. Uh, yeah, yeah. Did you know? I didn't know this. There is like an extended kind of cut of the movie that you see on TV I, sometimes. Yeah, because I thought that was the case, but I just watched it like the other day on HBO Max and I didn't see it. So, right, there is. It, I've always tried to find that, like, like where they throw in the extra scenes and there's extended cuts. And I'm like, uh, and, and those, th those are pretty cool. And I've, I don't know if you can you buy those somewhere because I would love to just only watch it with those. And sometimes there's a special on TV where they they, they show it because it works better for commercials and timing and and stuff like that. And yeah. Yeah. No, I um, still don't think that that's in the I don't think that that's in the movie. It, it might not. And it just might be because sometimes I think of Chamber, too, when he runs into him. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he runs in. Yes. He, that's what I think sometimes I, I mistake. Yes. Like that we extra. Do meet, right. Those those extra kind of scenes, it just it, it just it just made me think of it because it's we're seeing scenes that are different in the books, and then we're try, we are kind of so the the films are so good that we just right that we kind of yeah we watch think, those on the daily you know I, I yeah I, th I think people always go back and they watch these movies because they're so great, um and then so you eh, kind of get you kind of get them mixed up a little bit yeah for sure um okay so we end up getting an owl all this other stuff let's let's move we'll move over to Ollivanders. And um, super cool. Uh, and I, I again, I love this scene in the movie. I think I think the movie version is actually better than mm -hmm. it is in the book, only because in in this, you know, Ollivander, we end up meeting him. Right, he comes so close that he he and Harry are almost nose to nose. He could see himself 
uh, reflected in those misty eyes, right? And he's like, and that's where he touches the lightning scar in Harry's forehead. Um, I'm sorry to say I sold the wand that did that, 13 and a half inches. Uh, you, powerful wand, very powerful and in the wrong hands. Well, if I had known what that wand was going to do. Um, and then Hagrid walks in and he sort of remembers his wand. Um, but I suppose they snapped her wand when he got expelled. So we get a little bit of the, get a little bit of that. Like, oh, yeah, okay. it was it was 16 inches oak, rather bendy, right? Uh, just kind of cool that they mentioned all the all what the it was. Yeah, like the length and how does that matter and whether it's bendy or the type of wood and and all of it's matter. Like it's it's a it's it's its own art. It's its own thing, which is why I would love to have studied and, and learn more about it and to go out and to these different trees, get them. Um, you have a phoenix giving its feather. You've got, uh, you know, thing a unicorn hair uh, wand core is is cool. Nasal whisker, as we said, um, Vila hair, which is a thing I didn't know. Uh, again, Lottie was talk- telling me about that the other day. I was like, wow. So yeah, just things that you can put inside of them. Different wand makers trying different things, and but the wand, my friend, it's always been known that the it wand. Chooses. Juice is the wizard, right? Yeah, and so Harry's okay. So Harry's trying a bunch of these different wands, and he's really just sort of waving it around. But in the movie, I think again, this I think it's cooler because he like flicks it and like blow, you know, it's like blowing stuff up. And he's like, nope, not that one, not that one. Where in this, he's just kind of waving it around, and then ultimately he ends up getting one, which does send some sparks out. Right, gold stream of red and gold sparks shot from the end like a firework, throwing dancing spots off the walls. Um, they sort of clap and oh bravo very well and then Ollivander says well it's kind of curious and then he says it just happens that the phoenix whose tail feather is in your wand gave another feather just one other it's very curious indeed that you should be destined for this wand when it's brother it's the why it's brother gave you that scar so a, a really good here on I, I think anyone who writes in fantasy and looks at uh, mythology or or tries to go back and pull some of the bigger themes and elements from great literature and great storytelling twins having having the twin wands and and having twin wand cores uh you have it in a lot of in a a lot of uh fantasy writing and stuff there's something special about that almost a magic in and of itself that you have things that are identical or or um complement one another so this is set up in the beginning that there is this connection of of kinds mm-hmm. and so to see it pay off and to see how Ollivander plays in later and understanding the cores and what's going on and Dumbledore knows what's happening between Harry's wand and Tom Riddle's wand and so on it, it is fascinating to see that that matters um, even though they're different wands the cores are the same and there's some sort of connection there it's just rather cool interesting you know? yeah yeah uh, okay, well, let's move on over here um, to a journey from platform, the journey from platform nine and three quarters. Um, let me pull up my uh, guide here. So chapter six, uh, Uncle Vernon takes Harry to King's Cross station and leaves him there. Harry meets the Weasleys who help him get on platform nine and three quarters and settled on the train. He there gets to know Ron and meets Hermione and the train rumbles to Hogwarts. Upon reaching the school, they are met by Hagrid and the first years are taken by boat to the castle, which I think is cool. And I think uh, this is another great scene in the movie, and I think it does it um, very well. And yeah, this is a big difference between the movie and the book in that Harry has to go back to the Dursleys for a little bit. Yeah, he's got to go back and, and they and things are quiet. They're kind of walking around a little, you know, um, oh, they're walking on eggshells. 
Right, right. And the reason they're going to go have that surgery. So they're going into London. So sure, we can we can take you. Um, but uh, they make fun of him when he brings up nine platform nine and three quarters. Right. Um, well, hold on. yeah. Well, one thing real quick. So he asked. Sorry, he Uncle Vernon does get a pretty good joke in here. And I, 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 th I think it's pretty funny. OK. okay? So when Harry's asking him and he says, um, you know, hey, could you give me a, a lift? All right. He kind of grunts and says, thank you. Uh, he was about to go back upstairs when Uncle Vernon actually spoke. Funny way to get to a wizard school. The train, magic carpets all got punctures, have they? That's a pretty good. I'll get I'll give I'll yeah. give some props for that one. Yeah. That's funny. That's funny. Um, magic you think, thought, you think do you think he really thought about that one i, I think, think he was he, planning it i, I think, think he was, was sitting there for days thinking about being like what can i come up with right he's probably yeah. maybe he's got like a pen and paper out and he's like wrote a few down. no 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 that one ain't gonna work and he's like he's just like right. he's like imagine him in this room just like you know like he's he's got a waste uh -huh. basket full and there's like papers around just so he can get this one joke and he's just like all right yeah buddy. yeah that's the one that's the one circle that bad boy that is crazy because again what are you supposed to do i mean he's it's honestly i think partially like they're still they have this this um this front up where it's like thank god he's gone and like, we don't have to worry about this. We can go back to normalcy for a little bit. Uh, we just have to kind of get through a few months when he's back here and, and whatever. But this is really what they want. They always feel like they're burdened by, by having to take him in. And they do take him in. And I always want to mention that they, they do. That they yeah. do. Um, and he does give him a ride. And he probably would have, even if they didn't have to go there. But then he, then he's, but then, I don't know, at the same, at, at, the, same, at the same time. Yes, I do. I do agree. Because I was the one I was really excited saying, hey, I mean, at least on one hand, they did kind of do this. Um, but then he, he, he's like, he's just going to leave Harry here. Yeah. Cause he thinks nine and three quarters is stupid. It's like, well, what are you going to do? You're just going to abandon them. Yeah. He's just have fun, you know, See, like what? <laughs> have fun. Yeah. This is a wizard school thing. Go for it. Let the wizards take care of you. I mean, that's they, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if he didn't pull around the corner and say, all right, when's he going to, you know, come, come back, back or something, or something yeah, you maybe. know, but, uh, isn't that interesting to think about that from their perspective? Like, did he pour on the corner and wait? Because if Maybe. we saw that, Matt, would people not start to say, okay, a little bit? And although they're mean right. and they're whatever, people might say, uh, yeah, I don't know. He's probably in there writing more jokes. All right, probably. Let, let, me get this, let me get this one ready. You know, I'm just going to get right. this down here. I'd be careful, though. I wouldn't do them around Hagrid, by God, because, you know. Absolutely not. The cost of those surgeries are going to just go through the roof. Um, anyway. <laughs> He does, that's the way he's going. He's taking Dudley to go get his tail removed. What do you yeah. how what do you do when you show up there and you gotta get this? What do tail you say? Removed? I mean, what 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 do you say to the doctor? Like, uh so so what happened here? Did you see he just grew this tail? Like I, he's been coming in for yeah. physicals and checkups or something, or or was this here from, from birth? Did you have to go find a new doctor? I mean maybe that's crazy, Matt. He had a pigtail. Well, should he have went to a doctor or a butcher? I yeah, what do you? I feel like the butcher would be, make a cleaner cut. He knows what he's boom. That's what he does all day. Well, do they use pigtails in potions? People are like, oh, you guys are bad. This I don't is, know. You know, who knows? They use weird stuff in potions. So, what do they do when they're done with it? You just throw it away, or I don't know. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> kind of a weird. It's kind of a weird thing. Uh, yeah. So anyway, 
anyway um yeah they're going to to do all of that now this is what like how do you get on how, how do you get through uh platform nine and three quarters just so happens that we hear there's another family coming through that that needs to get on and the word muggles is mentioned and there's a connection made um so yeah nine and three quarters piped a small girl also redheaded uh, who was holding her hand. Mom, can't I go? You're not old enough, Jenny. Now be quiet. All right, Percy, you go first. So Harry's watching this. He's watching the Weasleys go through. They march right towards the platform, nine and 10, and Harry watched carefully, not to blink in case he missed it. Uh, but just as the boy reached the dividing barrier between the two platforms, a large crowd of tourists came uh, swarming in front of him. So he would have saw it, but he couldn't see it. The boy had vanished. Uh, Fred's up next, kind of funny stuff with Fred and George. You know, talking about, you know, to, the, to their to their mother. I mean, this is honestly, woman, you call yourself our mother, right? Uh, you can't tell the difference between us. I think it's just kind of funny. Those two crack me up, man. Just the idea that they, th throughout the story, they're, they're wonderful. And I am so, I like to think of the idea that, I don't like to think about the end. Sorry, we'll talk about that later. Because it's just, I love them. And I love their joke shop. And I love the banter they have with each other and their mother. You know, it's great. Well, sorry, I just got to I, I got to send you something here really quick as uh, yeah. just so maybe maybe you can do a screen share here for anybody who's who's watching this. But uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, is this what happened is, you know, we're about to enter this platform nine and three quarters. OK, and you, just, and you just and you just got to sprint at the, and you just got to sprint at the thing. Now, my question would be. Oh, somebody, hold on, I'll share this. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, you, you have to go to our YouTube friends and and check out the the screen share on this one, so uh, we can describe it to you. But by God, I think I've seen that. <laughs> this is hilarious. All right, let me click play on this. So this is called "Man Attempts to Enter Hogwarts in London," and just oh, boom. <laughs> That he just, he, is, just, he just and then he then he takes off in a different. And he's direction. out. It's, he's out. It's, it's ridiculous. It is. Ridiculous. But how many people do you think actually? How many people do you think that actually happened oh, to? It's closed. Right. I mean, that guy looked like he it's, broke his glasses. It's closed. Now, how many? I mean, how many people though? I mean, somebody has to see that. Uh, like they just went through that wall right yeah it's it's funny like the night bus later they just explain it like you know muggles don't see nothing do they right they just right. uh <laughs> they, don't, they don't they don't pay attention to anything and we can just go about our our business like don't they see this uh, so i wonder if there isn't some type of enchantment around it more than just they walk through it there's something that keeps people's eyes away from it or your eyes slide right, right past it well because in when harry and ron do try to go through it and th that's what happens to them it's close right yeah. later it's close yeah like shoot <laughs> what we gotta do yeah they, they they run right into it they just bam they, they run they, they plow right into it yeah 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 so i don't know that that's hilarious you guys are probably seeing that that is really funny though someone tried to run uh into it that guy was at a full day he sprint he jumped He's over the barrier speed. and everything I, I but i guarantee you some people had tried to do in the story i guarantee you some people had seen that they're like hold on a second i gotta try this and they're just running into this brick wall and then people notice yeah yeah so and, and actually that's what uh mrs weasley says which is uh, best to do it at, at bit of a run right but you almost have to have the confidence or the know or understand that it's there at or 
How do you, you I guess it must be a timer or something, you know, when it's open or not. Right. Or, or could you like, if you're Hermione's parents and you have to get through too, do, do you have to just hold her hand and she can walk you through it or something? I don't, right. I don't know. Interesting. So wouldn't, isn't the flu network just a lot easier, a lot simpler. Right. Yeah. I, it feels like there's extra protections on Hogwarts and it's just like a place that's difficult to get into. You got to protect the kids and that kind of thing. Couldn't you just hold the kids' hands and apparate there? I, Matt. I, I mean, there's I'm a whole train of questions. It's here. a social experience, you know. I know. <laughs> no, you're right. I don't know. I it's, mean, not to Hogwarts because you can't apparate to Hogwarts in the in the books. You can't, but you could. I feel right. like you could apparate to the train. Yeah. Oh, you mean you mean through the barrier or something? Yeah, or, yeah. or, or whatever. Yeah, unless unless, unless again it's, it's some protected, yeah, like like kind of thing, which it might be. So that way it's just a safe place, you know. Only certain yeah. people can get in, get on. I don't know. Yeah. You I think you would need I think you would need a way for first time people to get there. Yeah. It's just, yeah, Harry's. So like how did how did how did Hermione's parents how did Hermione's parents know to get her there? Right. That's I mean, they, they tell you they tell you this, but is there somebody there who's sort of like Hagrid's like, here's your ticket, stick to your ticket, right? I mean, kind of thing, right. and then he's he's gone. So interesting. Okay, uh, we'll dive we'll dive uh, dive back into into some of the text here. So again, yeah, so that happens nine and three quarters. We know um, we're going to uh, right. We get into this is where we this is where we get introduced to the Weasleys though, which is pretty cool. Right? I love them. I love them. Jenny, Fred. I'm not Fred. I'm George. Yeah, like, sorry. I you can't call you honestly, woman. You can't tell yourself, you know, who yeah. we are. And she's like, "Well, I'm sorry." And she's like, "Well, I'm just joking. I am Fred. I love the twins. I think everybody yeah. does. You have to. They're, they're they're the best, and they they do a good job of giving Percy a hard time, giving giving Ron a hard time. But they love their brothers and they love their family. Uh, and they're good with they're good with Harry. Like they're tight. They actually Harry meets them first, you know, and and that was kind of. Uh, forgot about that you think it's ron yeah. and it's actually they go back and tell their mom well we just met harry potter what yeah, yeah. jenny's like what which I is see him. which you which is crazy right which is crazy too going back and like looking because when we're reading this now on, our, on your first read through you're like okay it is it is what it is but as you get further down the line you realize oh no she really like knows who harry potter is and all or the phoenix all this stuff and it's like quite a bit more important yeah. carries right. a lot more significance here right yeah there, there's 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 more uh, connections to people in the wizarding world which is why later in extended edition i'll bring up some of the other individuals he's met and talked to and just just these connections it's it's kind of cool but they say um and harry's listening because he wants to like he's intrigued by by this family and wants to learn so he's actually listening to them and he gets kind of embarrassed when they mention his name but yeah harry potter um they said it was he was the black-haired boy who, who they who they met earlier and Jenny wants to to go see him. You've already seen him, Jenny. The poor boy isn't something you goggle at in a zoo. Uh, is he really, Fred? How do you know? Ask him. Saw his scar. It's really there, like lightning. Poor dear. No wonder he was alone. I wondered. Uh, he was ever so polite when he asked how to get onto the platform. And that is, you know, Harry is polite. And yeah, poor poor guy. Does he has no one there to to show him? Um, yeah, makes you feel bad. Yeah, it does, man. I mean, and she's that's, I have always loved that she just takes him in and like a son. And it's just it's great. First of all, I love I love Jenny. 
uh, and Harry. So I'm just a huge fan and supporter of that from the get go. Okay. Well, um, so when I'm getting on the train, right. Uh, we're going to skip past a little of this Harry Potter, right. They all sort of gawk at him and all this stuff. So now we're getting on the train, man. And uh, the door of the apartment slid open and the youngest redhead boy came in. Anyone sitting there? He asked, pointing at the seat opposite Harry. Everywhere else is full. Harry shook his head, and the boy sat down and glanced at Harry and then looked quickly out the window, pretending he hadn't looked. Um, he's, you know, he still had this black mark on his on his nose. Hey, Ron, the twins are back. Listen, we're going to go down the middle of the train. Lee Jordan's got a giant tarantula down there. Right, mumbled Ron. Mm. Harry said the other twin. Did we introduce ourselves? Fred and George Weasley, and this is Ron, our brother. See you later. Bye, said Harry and Ron. The twins slid out the compartment. Are you really Harry Potter? uh you know and this this is where it begins man is it yeah this is it this is that friendship. friendship yeah i love it i i really love it and um it's cool because to kind of summarize some of this you know ron and he uh talk about his scar and uh you know who right which i think is kind of funny later on like if everyone keeps saying you know who oh, that was said earlier uh we're, we're never gonna know who we're talking about you know who yeah him no you know who is who's discussed here and the scar, the lightning scar. And then Harry uh, just bonding with with um, Ron over magic and understanding things. And you must know loads more. You were born into a wizarding family. Uh, talks about Fred and George, the, the spell that he has for scabbers, the, you know, turning his uh, stupid fat rat yellow. It's just kind of right. Funny spell. And then and then. <laughs> You know, when when Ron is pulling out the sandwiches that his mom packed him, I it just hits me, man. Like his mom packed him sandwiches and, and they're right. not much. But, Let's go. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I love that. And it's it's all they had. She's a bit like what were a on lot of us. I, we just didn't really say, did they? I think it was just ham and um, I think there was ham, ham and cheese. I, let me it did say, I think. Let me. Can't remember exactly. There were I was four thinking. sandwiches. There were four sandwiches inside. He pulled one of them apart and said, "She always forgets." I don't like corned beef. Corned beef. Who? I, I like corned beef. Yeah, and but he, he'll eat it anyways. Like even though it's not his favorite, like she just made them quick and fast. Maybe she mixed them up and meant to give the corned beef ones to to the twins or something. Who knows? Right? Do they have PB and J in the Wizarding World? I'm sure they do. Got to. Got to. I'm sure they. Mustard, yeah, maybe put a little mustard on that sandwich. Is there a spell for mustard? Akia mustard, I suppose. Right, yeah, you just get rid of a bit of mustard. <laughs> then, like, I, a if... bottle of French's just flies out, you know. Oh my god, dude, if you could put a little bit of mustard, I mean, mustard would cover up any of that corned beef situation you're not liking. I so I just throw mustard on anything, and it's it's great. I love, I love mustard. Also, you mentioned PB and J. Uh, friends, you can thank me for this later. Go try a fried peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh my god, it's so good. Wow. I'm the master at making those. Are you a, right. are you a grape jelly or are you a strawberry jelly? Grape is what you normally have, but let me tell you, if they have strawberry, you got to go with. I'm it. in. You don't get it very often. You don't see it. It's kind of like whoa. Um, we used to have a strawberry patch though, and we would make. Uh, my grandma would can. Uh, she would she would make strawberry jelly. Um, out of it, it's great, fantastic. But then when it's gone, it's gone. You got to go to the store and get your regular uh grape jelly which is still good how long is this train ride where you need four sandwiches well i was supposed to did they mix it up with two for like what did he get the did he get the twins sandwiches I mean, like that's kind of that's kind of that's kind of i mean it was for, he on there for like a day or two it doesn't i think seem they like got it. switched i think they 
they got switched because or maybe Ron's just got a big appetite for man. That's quite a bit of he's sandwiches. Al- hey, he's almost as tall as his brothers and he's, you know, younger and stuff. So yeah, he's, he's a couple years younger, but um, I love though, when they get to the chocolate frogs and Ron then starts to explain like Harry had never had this amount of money to just buy this amount of stuff. And he, he gets a lot of the uh, flavored beans and he's get the, he gets the, the chocolate frog and Dumbledore is in the card giving Harry the, the, you know, the smile, and then he's got to go. You can't expect him to stay around all the time. And then Ron's amazed by the fact that, well, in, in the muggle world, uh, photos don't move. Huh? Right. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> like, what? That's funny. I mean, that is kind of, that is a funny thing. That's a very creative thing. You know, I feel like this, this whole world is, it's, why, why is Harry Potter so good? Because it's very creative and it's very, Incredibly. very, very interesting, you know? Yeah, then we get the beans, right? Ugh, sprouts. Gross. God. Yeah. Remember, we tried some of those. Uh, wax. Ugh. Do you remember when we tried those? We were at, um, you were at the uh, Universal, Universal Cabana Bay, and, and we, we tried. Yeah. Oh, they were. They were some gross. were good. Some were okay. I didn't even some, know that some were good. I, I, I would say avoid them altogether. Yeah, they were. Yeah, the ones that were like slightly better flavored were kind of like, yeah, all right. I right. want like a You're, real good jelly bean. Right. It's more like a, a joke gift. Like, all mm-hmm. right, let's see. Are you going to get one that's good? Or are you going to get one that's bad? And the majority of them are bad. Yeah. One that tastes like vomit. Are you? What? Come on. Oh, it's disgusting. <clears throat> so, okay. Um, so as we uh, keep going here, I mean, this is where really for me, this is, this is, this is where I really like uh, what, what ends up happening. Right. So yeah. He does, Ron does a spell. Sunshine daisies, butter mellow. Turn this stupid bat rat yellow. <laughs> Are you sure that's a real spell? Said the girl after, right? There's a girl that walks in. Um, has anyone seen Neville's toad, right? She was sort of had a bossy voice, lots of bushy brown hair and rather large front teeth. You know, Hermione, I think is my second favorite character next to Snape. Yeah. I love Hermione. Yeah, I do. And it's so Ron's mine. My second. I, I so I, I love Ron because I just think he's I think he's hyster- I think he's hilarious. I think people forget um, how much that. So Hermione's wonderful. She knows like she's there already kind of like get ready. We're, we're getting close. Are you doing magic? Oh, I've learned. You know, I've tried a few spells. They've all worked for me kind of thing. She's yeah. just. Well, I've just got I've got a soft spot for her because. I feel bad because everybody else comes from like pretty much a magical family where she doesn't. So I yeah. feel like that's why she works harder than everybody else is because mm-hmm. she's coming into this. She doesn't know the magical world. And so yeah. she's like, I want to study. I want to, cause they never really talk about it, but I, I can imagine being in that situation where it's kind of like going to a new school. Right. I mean, I know they're all going to this school for the first time, but it's like, at least like everyone at least knows who Harry is. So mm-hmm. while it's still new and, and exciting for him for the first time, like this is totally new for Hermione. So Hermione's got to come in. She's got to make friends. She doesn't know the magical world at all. It's kind of like when you go to a new school, you don't know anybody. You got to make friends really quick and right. All the, all this stuff, which I think, I think, I think some of her sort of bossiness and, you know, that comes off in the first book, it's probably because she's been studying like crazy. So that way she sounds like she knows what she's talking about and she fits in. I think it's a fitting in thing. And that's, I think that's, that's why she does it. People need to remember this is middle school. 
Right now, yeah. where we're at is middle school. Everyone's just coming from different elementary schools trying to say, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, I've got to fit in. What are the kids wearing? What am I supposed to do? Like, uh, am I going to get laughed at, made fun of? Because kids at this age are not nice. I'm a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a teacher, and I can tell you right now, they are, they, they are not. And they're just kids, which is why we have this phase in time. We understand it, and we let them grow and mature. Because they are going to say some nasty stuff. The stuff that we said in middle school or was said to me, Matt, by, by, by the way, yeah. God, it was uh, those people would be you can't. I mean, it's just it's crazy what you try out as as a middle schooler. It's just they're nuts. It's a wild, wild world. So anyway, yeah, but I, mean, I think you're right. She's trying to come in here and prove herself. And she has a, a very sweet um, personality and demeanor. And she's uh, honestly, she's trying to look out for these two, too, and say, like, hey, we're looking for um a toad right and they're looking for a nettle yeah. in the in the and and then you know you're doing some magic let's see it uh what house are you gonna be in all right let's get ready i went up and talked to the conductor like she's running around making sure she's got everything ready to go and sometimes you do that you busy yourself with that stuff too so your anxieties maybe uh are lessened a little bit and you don't have mm -hmm. to think about them too much because you're super anxious going into all this like there's a test there's a sorting and the next chapter we're going to have to get into, um, they're all nervous about which house we're going to go. Is there a test we have to take? Like Fred and George didn't say much. Don't really know what this thing's all about. We have to do magic yeah. or something. Yeah. And uh, in the chapter, she does not do a spell. In the in the movie, she does. Oculo mm -hmm. Reparo. So it's like, right. hey, she's already she already knows spells. Yeah. 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 She's She's been working on them. Been working on them for sure. Um. Also, want to mention a couple couple more cool things here. We'll get to Draco. Draco's going to step up with Crab and Goyle, and they're going to have a little uh, spat here. And it's Scabbers who pops out and bites them to kind of end the fight. And I just thought, Scabbers, you know? Remember, you remember when you said um, you were talking, I think it's, I can't remember if it's Hagrid says this in the film or if it's in the book, but he says there has never been a witch it's or wizard okay, right. who, who came from uh that was that went dark that wasn't from slytherin scabbers is right here in front of us man i know you know and it's like hold on a right. second but again here. she she probably hadn't thought of that when she was writing that yet because that comes you know uh, in the third book in, in the in the third book and so it's kind of like we want to make slytherin seem bad that way we can immediately identify them as villains yeah or or hagrid's just misinformed okay could be that too because there's also there's there's more than just that but anyway the whole point there's, there's is, bad there's bad people from all from and all house. and all yeah um but uh yeah so they have that little the hello that little fight and uh you learn that um draco's father's talked about arthur weasley and and there's a lot of uh insults being thrown out about how poor they are and draco's trying to make friends here with harry potter heard harry potter was down here came down here to see him doesn't work out almost get into a fight so now They've they've picked sides right in the film. It's like right there on the stair on the stairs in front of everybody where they have this moment, which I actually like better. Right. Isn't that a moment where it's like, OK, now everyone in their class saw Draco try to become friends with Harry in the film. That was right in front right. of everybody. And everyone's like, oh, now we're seeing the opposite of Harry Potter. Like Draco separates himself. It's almost like done a bit better here. It's just done in, in this compartment and word will get out. I mean, obviously, they're kids they are, you know, talking right. about what happened, but. And how about Crab and Goyle, by the way, showing up here? Because they, you know, they're his goons, right? Yeah. And we see him, we see them for like the rest of the the rest of the series. 
Yeah, interesting. Again, a lot of this too, and why I like uh, and why I need to go read Curse Child and actually get get through all of it is because I've only read little bits of it here and there. Is is it, it's interesting to think about these are kids. They've been brought up in households where they're taught certain things. And even we'll get in this when we talk about the um, the various houses and your values as a family. Again, talking a lot about this values as a family. What do you value? And is that part of what sorts you? Can that change over time? Does that change when you become an adult? Um, right. You valued it as a kid, but then you grow you grew up and you had life experiences and learned, you know what? I don't really value that anymore. Or I've changed yeah. some of my. You'll core. soon find out some wizarding families are much better than others, Potter. You right. don't want to go making friends with the wrong sort. Where's he heard that, though? Because, Matt, I, I as a teacher, just on a serious note, interesting for people to think about who are listening, because uh, I'm going to go put my teacher hat on here. When kids come in, uh, I, I've, I've seen kids as, as young as like sixth grade coming in and basically talking politics. Now, what are they talking about? They're talking about what their mom and dad, whatever their parents are telling. Exactly. Them. Uh, or religion. We got you and I got, got into all this stuff back with uh, in high school and talking about different religions and, and which Bible you use. And oh, yeah, you are you Catholic or are you are you? Uh, right. I mean, it's crazy, man. It's it's so, then you grow up and you're like, doesn't matter. You I mean, develop, just, you, yeah, and you develop them completely on your own. Yeah. yeah. So well, here on the here on the other side, look. I've heard of I've heard of his family, Ron said darkly. They were some of the first to come back to our side after you know who disappeared. Said they'd been bewitched, but my dad doesn't believe it. Mm -hmm. He says Malfoy's father didn't need an excuse to go over to the dark side. He turned to Hermione. You know, then then, then Hermione's there. Can we help you with something? Like yeah. <laughs> I'm already we're we're already in and the Hermione Ron, you know, back and forth. It's right. already begun. I think he even says, like, I hope she's not um in the same house as him or whatever we're not so but like he knows he's like i gotta be in gryffindor rest of my family's in gryffindor kind of a thing that's coming up to later I'm, I'm jumping ahead a little bit but um with the sorting hat because they do talk a bit about the houses just a, just a little right. bit i think ron mentions a few things here because harry doesn't right. know he doesn't know any of this stuff like wait what we right and then uh she says that ron scowls at her hey would you mind leaving while we change all right well, I only came up here because people outside are behaving very childishly, racing up and down the corridors, said Hermione in a snippy voice. And you've got dirt on your nose, by the way. Did you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. I love it, actually. I think it's yeah. great. I do, too. I do, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that is, yeah, they're, they're getting ready. Now, I guess after this, we uh, meet up with Hag Hagrid. there helping them get ready at, at the end of this chapter, right? So. Yes. Um, yeah. Hag Haggard's there. We end up finding uh, the Toad, right? Trevor. Thank God. Right. Yeah. Ne Neville. Neville gets. Neville gets. Trevor. Trevor. Um, they walked up a flight of stone steps and crowded uh, around a huge oak front door. Everyone here. You still got your Toad. Haggard raised a gigantic fist and knocked three times on the castle door. Right. I'm just looking here. You want a deep dive? We'll do this in extended edition. But by God, I got some stuff I want to talk about with Trevor. There's some interesting. You just think about these little things like Hedwig is a big deal later on. What about Trevor? What about some of these other little? What happens to some of these? He's a named character. Okay. He's a named character. And we will. In the extended edition, that's what we'll do. We'll talk about some of these name, named individuals. So, wowzer. Wow. Lots of stuff there with the Dursleys, Hagrid, uh, getting into wizard culture. It's great. 
Great, my friends. I absolutely love it. I love this series, and I'm so happy. It's it's so nice. Like Matt and I, again, we take a different approach in that it's just um, I'm going to come back and pull out sort of our bigger points and bigger takeaways from this, cover a couple of chapters, <clears throat> get, it, get it done in six, six parts, talk about the movie. Um, extended edition will become more interesting because we're going to do uh, kind of, I, I thought of a, a series I want to do like Sears United, which is just predictions for the um, secrets of Dumbledore. And I'm excited about that. We've got some good stuff coming up with the reunion, um, the return to Hogwarts, the game shows coming out next week. I think, I think it's going to be out. Uh, people are competing for house points right now already online. Let's go. Yeah, it's pretty cool. They're already competing online and trying to build up their, their house, which is, which is really cool. I love it. Absolutely. So, all right, guys. Well, we want to thank you for using the flu to hang out with us. And in our next episode, we will be discussing the Sorcerer's Stone or the Philosopher's Stone for those of you over there on, you know, the other side of the Atlantic. We will be doing part three, which is chapters seven through nine. Yeah. And friends, so early on here in our podcast, it's a huge help if you can go over to Apple uh, or whatever your podcast player is and give us a review. We have a Facebook page that is up now. Uh, you guys can follow us over there. We're, we'll make a group at some point as well. Uh, I've had a lot of people come out and follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. So it's at Elder Wand Pod. You can follow us there. But those reviews are really important for the podcast. And so if you get a chance and you're enjoying the show here, two episodes in, uh, please check that out over on Patreon. We also post the extended edition, not just on Apple podcast. Uh, we post it over there as well. We've already got a, a couple people signed up for the extended edition and for Patreon. So it's really awesome. So friends with that, if you like our podcast, don't forget to do that. Subscribe, like us, write that review, leave a comment or send us an owl at elderwandpod at gmail.com. We will see you soon. And remember to have your wands at the ready. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.